Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my lovely slayers. I am so pumped to have you here. Today's episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. So I'm not down with promoting shit that I don't actually use or believe in. So about a few months ago, I started having extreme adrenal fatigue and just real sensitivity to caffeine and coffee. And I was experiencing highs and lows. I was like, am I on cocaine and Xanax or something? It felt like every time I drank coffee, I was crashing. And so I had my thyroid checked out. It turns out I have a low underactive thyroid issue going on right now. And my adrenals are just kind of burnt out. And I think it's due to Um, some breast implant illness symptoms I've been dealing with for a while. And I am actually going to be discussing and talking about my explant journey as I go along. But today I wanted to talk to you about how I found Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee and share with you something that's really, really, really helped me get over that like high rush of like coffee burnout and caffeine burnout and really just find something that has a little bit of an energy boost. And it's more of a holistic approach to, yes, there's still caffeine in it, but it has lion's mane and all other types of adaptogens to help you naturally boost your energy levels without the crash. So for me, I've been using um, the mushroom coffee with lion's mane. And if you use my code, the sleigh coach, you get 10% off. So I'll leave that in the show notes for you guys. If you want to try it out, FYI, it doesn't taste the fucking best. I'm not going to lie and tell you it tastes really fucking good. Um, It's an acquired taste and I love it now, but I didn't at first. So if you try it and you're like, blah, give it time. I promise. (laughs) All right. Now let's dive into today's show. Hello, lovely slayers, and welcome back. Today, we are talking about relationships, entrepreneurial relationship goals. Hashtag, why are you and your husband entrepreneurial hashtag goals? (laughs) Because we are both extremely motivated and driven people, but I realize that not everyone has the relationship that I have and the supportive, loving Manny spouse of mine and the influencer husband. Go follow him on Instagram. He documents the kids more than I do because he um, runs the show around this house. And so that wasn't always the case. We weren't always this happy entrepreneurial couple um, living this, you know, self-employment life. He just quit his job to come work for Slay International. And so he is new to being employed by his wife. (laughs) us being employed together. And how did we get here though? Like it was a long journey from four and a half years ago when I said, Hey, I think I want to start a business, which by the way, guys, network marketing wasn't my first business. Y'all I'm a serial entrepreneur. I had a 
clothing business. I had a vintage resale business. I had, um, what else? Oh, a paleo baking business. <laughs> I've had so many businesses and so many business ideas that I ne- like never came to fruition. So serial entrepreneur. And for me, I started in network marketing and my husband was like, yeah, sure. Just don't lose your money. Basically. <laughs> he was like, um, and I was like, no, I think I'm going to quit my job. And he was like, that's cute. And I was like, no, seriously, I think I'm going to quit my job. So several years ago, I started on a personal development and self-growth journey when my husband and I had been together for about a year. And why did I start on that self-help journey? Because I realized I was going to lose the best thing that ever happened to me. So my husband was on another level than me. I was a hot mess express. I, you know, was a mom when I was 20. Yes, I was responsible. I had a great corporate job and I bought my first house when I was 21. But like, I didn't believe I had the lowest self-esteem. I was so like jealous of my husband's time. I would get mad at him over every little thing. I, um realized that he was more ambitious than me. And I thought, oh, well, well, I'm just not good enough for him. I'm not good enough. Oh, well, he's just too good for me and I'm never going to be good enough for him. So I had this poor me situation of, oh, my husband's perfect and I'm not good enough for him. So I had to change. I realized I had like a come to Jesus moment that I needed to get on his level and I needed to be as ambitious as him or I was going to lose him. And so I'm going to give you my tips on how to get your spouse or your significant other on your level and how to level up and grow together. Because that's really what it's all about is growth. And you want to grow with your partner or you're going to outgrow each other. And the same can be said for relationships in your family, um, And friendships, friendships. I've lost so many friends because I was on this self-development, personal development, personal growth journey. And so it started with network marketing. And I'm sure anyone who's been in network marketing has had friends not be supportive of what they're doing or family members say it's stupid or whatever. Have the haters. Yes, we all have the haters. I send love to my haters. My haters are my favorite. They motivate me. They keep me going. I'm so thankful for people that underestimate me. And so for me, I, seven years ago, knew that I needed to fix some shit going on upstairs or I was going to lose the most amazing person on the planet. And so I um, started reading Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. That was my first self-help book. And then I got it on Audible and listened to it in the car on CD all the time, over and over and over again. And my husband and I started listening to it together. And I was like, I know this is silly and stupid and corny. I was like, but will you just like do this with me? Like listen with me in the car. And he was like, yeah, this girl is, is a little much, but it's fine. And I was like, she's the godfather. She's the OG of self-help. <laughs> and so um, love her. So thankful a friend introduced me to her because that really set me on the path for growth and to be open to growth and to be aware that what was possible for me if I just learned how to grow and continually improve myself. And I believe, I started believing that it was possible for me to learn and grow. And so right now you might be the one that has all the belief in the world, but your spouse or significant other or friends or family don't have that same belief for themselves. And so we need to help them believe in themselves again. And we need to make sure we are fully communicating our wants, our needs, our concerns with our business and where our business is going. So we need to be communicating our goals and our values 
and our big grand visions with the world and make sure that our significant others feel a part of that and make sure that they feel included. And now that I've leveled up, my husband's had to um, level up and keep leveling up because he hasn't, he doesn't have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of coaches like I have. So he is constantly improving and going to seminars and networking events and reading books and working out. And so he's on a self-growth journey too. So I'm going to give you my tips on how to get your spouse, not just on board, because my husband and I did a live video on that, on how to get your spouse on board with your business. So you can go to my Facebook page under Jamie King, the Slay Coach, and watch that live video of me and my husband, how to get your spouse on board. But right now, I'm going to give you tips (laughs) on how to really grow together with your spouse and how to make sure one person does not grow the other. If you're truly in love and it truly is the person you're supposed to be with, if you're both continuing to grow and growing in the same way, then you won't outgrow each other. So I'm going to give you my tips now. And I want to ask you, have you ever heard of the Oreo cookie method of giving feedback? So this is my (laughs) number one secret power to giving feedback that's negative in any way, shape or form to anyone kids, friends, family. This is how I say no and how I set loving boundaries for myself. But I want you to think of the Oreo as the cookie on the outside is what they need or want to hear in order to receive what you actually have to say, which is the cream filling in the middle. So you're going to give them something for them, an energetic like giving thing for them. Then you're going to tell them what you need in the middle. And then you're going to offer something of value that is a loving energy for them on the back end. So the middle is what you truly wanted to say and what you needed to be heard. But we need to make sure they're heard as well. It's a give and take. And so for me, I want you to think of the number one, what is the Oreo cookie conversation that you're going to have with your spouse? And this is how you can break it out. Here's your Oreo cookie. I want you to think of why you appreciate them. And so that's what you're going to start with when you start your conversation. Let your spouse know what about them that you truly, truly appreciate. Do you appreciate their support so far in your business? Do you appreciate them giving you the okay to spend part of your family savings to start your business? Like, what do you appreciate about them? So I want you to start by giving them a compliment about what you appreciate. So this is how you have the conversation with your, the hard conversation with your spouse about where you're going in your business. So give them the tough, like give them the things that what you're so thankful for about them. Then the middle part, you're going to ask them for what you need. Dear husband, I am on this personal development journey and it would mean so much to me if you would A, get on board, B, help out more with the kids, A, give me some space, time, and energy to dive into my business or help out more around the house so that I don't have to do that or whatever it is, or just really believe in me and just believe that I'm so dedicated to this. And if you could just have faith in me, that would give me so much more motivation to make this thing happen. And so ask for what you need in the middle. And then the third, I want you to think of what can you give in return and then say, because if you do X, Y, and Z, in support of my business, or if you can give me this energetic support with my business, then I will make sure to be A, B, C, make sure that your needs are met, make sure that I'm doing what I need to make you like feel loved and supported. 
and I will make sure to have loving conversations with you about what you need. I'll make sure to whatever, like fix something that has been a problem for them in your relationship, not leave your shoes on the floor, whatever it is. Like you want to give them something again on the back end. So in the beginning, you're going to compliment them and show gratitude. In the middle, you're going to ask for what you really want and need to receive from them as a supportive spouse. And then you're going to give them something in return. So something that has been bugging them about you and ask them, hey, how can I serve you better? Number two, after you've had the Oreo cookie conversation, I want you guys to set goals together. I want you to set a family goal, a relationship goals. (laughs) Set big goals together. So you could set a five-year goal and you could set a one-year goal and you could set a three-month goal. So set little different goals to lead up to big goals. Where do you want to go together? Help them envision their life with you five years from now and what that could look like. Imagine the possibilities. Like ask them what they want, if they could have anything. And so number three, I'm going to make sure you are offering to assist them with their goals. Number three, ask them how you can support their goals. So after you've set goals together, individual goals, family goals, relationship goals, all the things. Ask what they really want as a human being to do on this planet and what do they want to accomplish? Because I don't care if you're a unit or if you're family, we are still unique individuals and we have our own individual desires. And we both need to make sure as loving participants in an an open communicative relationship that we are making sure the other one is always heard and supported. I always ask my husband every week, how could I have done better this week. What do we, what do you need? What do you need from me to feel supported? And so when he's on a high vibe energy, he'll pull me up. And when I'm on a high vibe, I'll try and pull him up. We're always balancing each other. And if one is down, we're not allowing each other to stay down. We're not kicking them while they're down. We're asking how we can support them to get back to where they need to be. So, so number three is offering your assistance with their goals. What are your goals? How can I help you get them? What can I do to be a loving partner to help make sure your goals happen? So that's number three. And then number four, I want you guys to do some self-development together. So I want you to read, do a, read a book together every night or listen to a podcast together, a series, or listen to um, an audio book in the car while you're driving. And so every time my husband drive together in the car, we listen to one book that we've agreed upon to listen to together. Meaning, I don't listen to that book when I'm driving without him and he doesn't listen to it while he's driving without me. So when we're together, we have one book that we're working on together. And um, that's always fun to pick up where we left off on the book because it's like, oh, I can't wait to ride in the car with my husband next time because I'll get to listen to that book again. So you could go to seminars together, um, Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins, I've heard from clients is really great. Um, But Brene Brown has some workshops, I think for relationships Another client of mine just went to one of those, but you really need to do something fun to connect together to make sure you're both driven by something inner and then driven by something as a collaborative effort that you could build together. And then number five, let them be a part of your journey, your goals, your business. Let them feel included. Let them feel like a mascot or a cheerleader or a supporting partner and lift them up and compliment them when they're supportive of your business. I'm so thankful. Like be thankful when they show that they want to help. And 
talk to your them about your business and say, hey, you want to learn about this or you want me to explain this or you want to hear about what happened? Don't just share your wins, but share the ins and outs of how this works and let them feel included and be a supportive role in the process of building your unique brand. And they're not going to know a lot about what you're doing. But a lot of times, if you just ask, they might be curious and interested to know what you're so excited about. So if you're thinking, oh, they don't want to hear about this, then they're probably not going to want to hear about that. But if you come from the energy, hey, I wonder if they would want to learn about what I do. Because they probably don't want to learn all the ins and outs of your damn business, but maybe they want to learn enough to have a high-level conversation with you about it so that you can talk about it over dinner. Make sure you're including them as an like a, an integral part of your journey and your business and let them be a part of that along the way. And they will feel less like your business or is the enemy or you're taking time away from them to go work on your business. They'll, they'll feel included as, oh, we're both working to this massive goal together and I'm a big part of that. It's like my husband is all on Team Slay. Like he's all the way in. He's put a lot of his goals on the back burner to be a supporter of this massive growth that I've gone through in the past year and this constant massive up-leveling since I've had such exponential growth in the past year. And he's all on board with the vision. And so we have several goals that we want to hit with my business before he really dives deep into what he wants to do. And he's really into real estate and investment properties. And he's already started. He already has an Airbnb business. We already have one. Um, investment property. And so that's his thing. And he wants to grow and continue to grow in the real estate world. And that is something he's super passionate about. So I'm super supportive of him. And I love seeing how excited he gets about his Airbnb business. And we talk about that a lot. So for me, he is, this business would not operate without him. And there have been times in our relationship where both of us felt scared that one of us was going to outgrow the other one. But it comes down to just having the hard conversations saying, hey, I will outgrow you if you don't keep up. And that's not from a place of negativity or a place of fear. I had to have this conversation with my husband once and he's had to have hard conversations with me. But I had to say like a year ago when I started this crazy leveling up, when I started making tons of money and selling out courses and stuff. He was like, whoa, what is happening? And people, everybody wanted a piece of me and I was being pulled in all these different directions. I wasn't setting the proper boundaries that I needed to set. And he said, he started showing signs of like jealousy of my business, which he's never done before. And it wasn't anything major. It was just like, oh, you have another call tonight? I'm like, yeah, cool. And normally he doesn't ask that. He's always like, go get on your call. (laughs) And so I was like, what's going on with you? And he said something about me spending time with a client. And, um, and I was like, Hey, are you in on this still? Like, are you with me on this journey and what's going on? Like, there's something deeper here other than that you're not telling me. And when we got down to it, he said, I'm afraid you're going to outgrow me. I'm afraid you'll leave me behind. And his ego was getting to him at that moment. And he didn't have his Airbnb business yet. He didn't have something of his own. He was just like the stay-at-home supportive parent. Or he wasn't staying home yet, but he worked from home from his corporate job. But he didn't see himself as anything more than that. And so I helped him craft the vision about what his role is going to be in this business and in this company and then what we're going to do for him with his business and his goals after we hit a few goals in this business. And so 
that was a huge turning point for us in our relationship where he leveled up again and he started developing, um, diving into his own personal growth again and working out consistently and listening to his own books and his own self-growth and separate from me. And so I had to really make sure in that moment that I was making sure he was heard and his concerns were valid and making sure that he knew that I was there for him. But also in a firm, loving way, I said, you cannot stay here in this place where you feel bad for yourself or you feel scared like I'm going to leave you because I'm not going anywhere. But if you aren't continually growing or if you continue down a path of, oh, I'm not good enough for her or I'm she's going to leave me, then I will leave you. I said, I will outgrow you if you stay here. And we had that hard conversation. And he's had that hard conversation with me before. He said to me, you have got to change. And this was like when I first found that book seven years ago, You Can Heal Your Life. He was like, I will, I don't want to, but I will leave you if you are not on the same path and same wavelength as me. And so that really scared me. And I was like, oh my God. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not poor me. I'm not good enough. It was like, who the fuck do I need to become to keep a guy like him? And we had the same, and he had the same conversation with me a few years later. So like, who does he need to be to keep someone like me? And we both keep up with each other. We're constantly challenging each other and we balance each other super well. But because we are on board with the fucking goals, we have the same mission. We are super focused and excited where our lives are going, where my business is going. He believes in me so much. It's brought him to tears before. Like he is all on team Slate. Like he is so much my biggest cheerleader and my biggest advocate and my biggest fan. And I am his biggest fan. And he does not have the same goals as me as wanting to change the world and wanting to speak on stages and have a best-selling book and wanting to travel the world and literally starting a nonprofit that, you know, helps young women get started in business. And he doesn't have these exponential goals, but he has really big goals for him. And it has nothing to do with being a massive influencer all over the world and changing the world, but it has to do with making a difference in his way. And I'm so thankful for my husband. Like my husband is the most important part of my business And it would not have grown as quickly as it had, had I not had these conversations that I shared with you today. And the key is just communication, you guys. The key is to make sure they feel seen and heard. Because if you want to get what you want, you have to be willing to give, you guys. You have to be willing to see them. And you have to be willing to say, I love you. This is where I am going. This is my vision. And I want you to be a part of that. And if you are not a part of that, I will leave you here. The train is going this way. And these are hard conversations. I've had them with several girlfriends. I said, look, bitches, this is where I'm going. I am going here and I'm trying to take you with me on this train. You can come with me to the fucking top and I will take you along for this ride, but you got to keep up. And if you can't keep up, I will leave you behind because I ain't got time for that shit. I'm trying to change the world. I know God put me here on purpose for a purpose. And I know where I'm going and what I'm supposed to do now. And if you are sitting here worrying about the little bullshit and you're not out there hustling for the same goal, I will outgrow you. And so I say that to my friends, not as a place of, oh, I'm 
going to leave you behind, but it's from a place of love. Like, look, I ain't got time to fuck with the bullshit. And I'm trying to bring you with me because I see potential in you. So let's go. Let's do the damn thing. We ain't got time to sit and feel bad for ourselves when shit happens. We got to change the world. We got people to serve. We got people to help. (laughs) So it's having, being brave enough to say the things that are hard from a place of love and from a place of truly, truly, truly wanting to take them on this ride with you. So make sure they know that they have a fucking all-inclusive ticket on this train (laughs) with you if they want to take it, but they have to take it and they have to show up for it and receive that gift and receive that ticket to go on this ride with you. And they have to stay, like they have to keep up. And um, a lot of people will have relationships where the other person won't want to keep up. They won't be that addicted to growth and they won't want to make themselves super uncomfortable and change and call themselves out on bullshit and fix the shit that needs to be fixed. They'll want to stay where they are, comfortable and happy. And that's okay. You're going to outgrow those people in your life. You're going to have relationships that you are going to leave behind or they will keep you stuck where you are. So small people want people to stay small. Big people want people to go bigger. And so if they're a big, truly growth-minded and big person, they won't hold you back. They will want you to shine brightly because they don't need to dim your shine in order for them to shine. And so sometimes we need to remind them that they have their own shine. And that's where it comes to communicating our goals and our visions with our significant others and spouses. And it's so, so, so important to basically growing together instead of growing apart in any relationship, friendships, family, (laughs) siblings, aunts, uncles, dads, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, wives, all the things. And I hope this this episode gave you some perspective on what can and can't happen if you just decide to communicate what each other wants and serve and show up in servitude of one another and show up really as a cohesive unit and not as two people fighting against each other because it's so much easier to build when you are not alone and when you have a partner in the game that's all in with you. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It would make me so, 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 so happy if you would do the honor of sharing this on your Instagram stories, sharing this with a friend, sharing the episode on your Facebook, or tag them if you know someone who is struggling with a spouse that is not supportive. And if you have time, leave a review. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will slay you again later. Bye.